0: Hello, my name is Basham Ramutar, and you're listening to Trent Radio, 92.7 C, F FM, broadcasting through the facilities of Trent Radio in Nogojiwanong, Peterborough, Ontario, Canada. The Question of Home She sat us round in a circle. In a calm and quiet voice, she asked, Where are you from? What is home? Immediately, I started to tremble with fear. Sweaty palms, shaking feet, the whole nine yards. Let me tell you why. For over 15 years, these two questions haunted me. The idea of home has always been tricky and uncomfortable for me. You see, I've lived in three different countries, five different cities, 10 different houses. I always felt too foreign, struggling to define where And what home was to me. Wherever I was, I always looked and sounded different. And so these two questions always came up. And each time, I lunched right into a lengthy explanation of all the places I lived. And seven minutes later, I still haven't answered the question. It was confusing for me, and even more so for those interested in knowing. I was born in Trinidad and Tobago, a beautiful twin island republic in the caribbean sea where it's always hot like really hot and i'm not a fan of the heat i'll take winter any day but from what i can remember trinidad is a land of warm and welcoming people i lived there until i was six years old surrounded by family my grandparents lived just above us and my uncle aunt and their two kids in an apartment to the back one street away lived my other grandmother, two sets of aunts and uncles, and six of my thirty cousins. I went to a preschool on a hill, a primary school a minute away from my house. Family was the guiding post of my life. In February 2001, at the age of six, my mom and I moved to Guyana, a country in South America. I lived in Guyana for about 13 years, finishing high school there. It was around this time, at a young age, that I first had to confront the idea of home. The first few years were challenging because I never quite felt local. I was often teased because of my accent and I longed to return to Trinidad and my family. I also thought that our life there in Ghana was temporary and that we would soon return to Trinidad. So, after every school year, I would tell my classmates, goodbye. I'm going back home to Trinidad. Good luck. I won't see you next year." But lo and behold, I'd always return to that same classroom every September. That went on for several years. In retrospect, Guyana, while oftentimes very lonely, provided me a stepping stone. It was where I learned to dream and where I met some of my first mentors. It was there where I first dreamt of snow, of an education, of a career it is what got me to Canada I've been in Canada now for about eight years I came to study history and international development at Trent University Trent and Peterborough transformed me it challenged me it introduced me to a world of new possibilities and opportunities it has been good to me and I'm eternally grateful for that coming to Canada though led to many more instances of being asked, where are you from or where is your home? Being visibly different, everyone wanted to know. And I always struggled because I couldn't answer this question easily or choose just one. I would think if I choose Trinidad where I was born, I would be alienating the country that I grew up in and the opportunities that got me to where I am today. If I chose Guyana, I would be ignoring the country that I was born in and my family that taught me so many life lessons. And now I was adding a whole other country, Canada, into that mix. What was I going to say? During my third year of university, I took a course entitled Indigenous and International Community Development, where I finally confronted my uneasiness with the idea of home on day one i enter the classroom and see the tables move to the sides of the room and the chairs arranged in a circle professor lynn davis asks us to introduce ourselves and asks those two dreaded questions where are you from and what is home my first thought was oh no i don't have seven minutes to go through my spiel about all the places i lived i don't know what i'm gonna do That uneasiness was certainly present, but somehow I got through it. I decided that for the rest of that year, in that class, I would always come back to that question. It would become my guiding post. As I learned about local and international issues in communities and the fight for land, sovereignty, equity and justice, I reflected more and more on this idea of home. I came to realize that home does not have to be just one place. It doesn't have to be a physical location even. It could be your room, it could be your house, or it could be a person. It could even be something abstract or a feeling. Home is where you are most comfortable. It is where you are happy and your authentic self. It is where you can feel challenged, but safe. It is where you feel supported, encouraged, and appreciated. It is where you feel a connection to people to places or emotions it doesn't have to be complicated ask me now where home is and I'll tell you it's everywhere it's Trinidad and Tobago where my family instilled lessons of connection and love it is Canada, where I learned to dream from my early mentors it is Peterborough and Trent where my worldviews opened up it is my family it is my friends It is my apartment that keeps me warm and safe. It is anything I want it to be at any given moment. Home is no longer complicated. The Gold Ring I've never really been one for jewelry. I cannot tell you the last time I wore a watch, far less owned one. But when I made the trek to Canada in 2013, I found myself wearing a gold ring on my left middle finger. The initials, KR, was inscribed on it. It didn't fit well, but I continued to wear it throughout my first year in Canada. I was terrified that it would fall off my finger and I would lose it forever. I would often make a fist with my left hand while walking to prevent it from slipping off. But navigating new experiences in a new country and a foray into independence as an 18-year-old, I felt that I needed that gold ring. That gold ring was my father's wedding ring. I grew up longing to know him. I often felt there was part of me that was missing, that had not yet been discovered. My father passed away unexpectedly before I turned two years old. I've only known him through the few photos that I have and the stories passed down from relatives. I would scan my brain, trying to recall a memory, trying to find a connection. In preparing to move to Canada, my mother gave me a couple of my father's belongings. One of those things was his wedding ring. I was sure I wouldn't wear it because I always hated the feeling of jewelry on my skin. It just feels so uncomfortable to me, but I was glad to have it in my possession at least. Around the same time, I learned that my father always had a desire to visit Canada. How serendipitous that I was now moving to Canada to attend Trent University. Learning this, I felt a longing to take him along on this journey with me so that he could see Canada as well. And so that gold ring went on my left middle finger as i got dressed for the airport even if it felt uncomfortable if i couldn't remember him the ring would be my reminder a reminder to think about him when i experienced new things in canada and so he saw snow with me for the first time and weathered my first winter with me that gold ring was also a reminder that I was not walking this journey alone. It gave me a feeling that he was looking out for me. When I got lost trying to navigate the city, got on the wrong bus, wandered into a trail I wasn't familiar with, walked home alone at night, or was stressed out, I would look at the ring or touch it, and a sense of calm, safety and connection would overcome me. In many ways, that gold ring was the only constant of my first year in Canada. It got me through many new experiences and in doing so it brought me a sense of connection to my father one that i had long been awaiting at one point my fear of the ring slipping off my finger came true i was on the bus and went to feel the ring on my finger but it wasn't there i was sure that i had put it on that morning though i got frantic and began searching around me that gold ring was something so prized that grew to mean a great deal to me. And so I was upset that I wasn't more vigilant with it. I was on the verge of tears. Luckily, though, after several minutes of searching on a moving bus, I found it. I was so relieved, but it was a reminder that I needed to be more careful. And wearing the ring when it didn't fit could lead to another situation where I might not be so lucky. Shortly after that, and near the end of my first year, I took the ring off and returned it to the safety of my dressing table. I felt that I no longer needed to wear it to feel a connection to my father. I had found it. I got to somewhat fulfill my father's dream of seeing Canada. And now I can say I shared an experience with him, one that I can remember.